Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Jesus, hold my hand. I need thee every hour. Through this pilgrim land, protect me by thy power. Hear my feeble plea. Jesus, hold my hand. Good morning, everybody. Give the Lord thanks for another time together in the house of worship. And it is so good to see you here today. This is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice. How about you? Everybody say, I. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I think most of you know where the restrooms are. If you don't, the men's room is here. The ladies' room would be just beyond there, okay? We have water and snacks. If you need it, please feel free to take part in that. And we have Officer Riley with us today, and this is his first time with us at Shades of Grace. So we're going to offer a prayer for Officer Riley, and we're going to, I would like us to start praying for uh, our officers each week because we often have different officers and we're getting to know them in lots of ways and so we're going to offer a prayer for him today and for all of our uh, police officers uh, in and around us every day so where are you Steve would you come up and pray a prayer of blessing Steve is our lay leader so I invite him to to lift up a prayer for all the police officers this week. Let us pray. Lord, Father God, again, thank you for another day. And Lord, we just lift uh, Kingsport Police Department to you. Uh, Lord, keep the men safe. They are the front line, Father, and the hedge of protection that can only come from you, Lord. But bless this young man and what he's doing. Bless all the officers. Keep them safe, Lord and fire department and all the people at the front lines lord we love you we honor you and we praise you in jesus name amen thank you all right we would like to lift up today the family of bill jones we had his funeral service thursday night and the committal service yes was that yesterday i forget anyway it was this week um we will have the service here on monday evening at five for Gary Bowling Sr. We invite you to please lift up his family in prayer. And I'm so glad that Waylon's mom, Debbie, Deborah, is with us today. And as you know, uh, Waylon went home to be with the Lord and we had his service here. So pray for his mom and pray for all of those who love Waylon and for those others whose funerals we had week before last. Uh, tomorrow, that will be for those of you that are here today, if you're viewing this on social media, it'll be too late for you to attend what I'm getting ready to mention. But for those of you here today, uh, at 4 o'clock tomorrow, that will be Sunday, there will be the installation service for the new pastor of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Central Heights, Pastor Holly and uh, she is new, has just graduated seminary, 
She has a husband and a little girl. So we are grateful for the Emmanuel Lutheran congregation. They've been great partners with us and they offer the space in their cemetery for all those whom we bury every year who die unclaimed with no one to love them or to remember them. We will be having that service uh, in October. The date will be announced and the time, and we do that every year. So please remember Emmanuel Lutheran Church, and if you're free, um, those of you that are here today, if you want to go tomorrow at 4 o'clock, they would love to see the folks from Shades of Grace. We also want to lift up Virginia, Dolores, Mary, and Marty, and many other requests. And if you'd like to just slip up your hand and represent any need that you have today, okay? And those of you that are viewing this on Sunday afternoon by YouTube or Facebook Live, please type in your prayer request. Let us know where you are, uh, where you're at physically, your location. We have people from about 50 countries who participate in our weekend services online and it reaches into the thousands around the world so we're grateful for that and i noticed that landon did a friday night live in the building last night did anybody catch that and i looked at it this morning and you had over two thousand people who viewed your music last night okay so give landon thanks for all that he does for us how are you miss d Miss D is doing well, and we appreciate her. And uh, we're going to just go ahead now and um, turn the service over to Landon. I believe that Oscar will be singing, and I'm not sure what else Landon has planned. But let's just praise the Lord and be grateful. It's a pleasure to be here. As always, I would like to ask for uh, prayers for those of us who suffer from addiction and depression and uh, sometimes the struggle is tough so uh, all prayers are greatly appreciated uh, Landon asked me to do some music today and I want to thank you for the invite Landon it's always a, a pleasure here and talking about depression uh, I was rehearsing with a friend of mine Dale Jett yesterday and we pulled an old Carter family song out, and I thought, well, I'll do that Sunday at church. So <laughs> I hope you all enjoy it. For fear the hearts of men are failing, for these are later days we know. Great Depression now is spreading. God's word declared that it would be so. I'm going where there's no depression to the lovely land that's free from care. Leave this world struggle my home's in heaven and I'm going there in that bright land there'll be no hunger no orphan children 
crying for bread No weeping widows Toils are struggle No shrouds, no coffins And no death I'm going where There's no depression To the lovely land That's free from care Leave this world of toil and struggle My home's in heaven And I'm going there dark hour of midnight's nearing tribulation time will come the storm will hurl the midnight fears and sweep lost millions to their doom I'm going with there's no depression but to the lovely land that's free from care leave this world of toil and trouble my home's in heaven and i'm going there my home's in heaven and i'm going there I'm going Like I've been out here on the stormy seas About as long as I can stand And it's like you send me another wave, Lord Every time I catch my breath Well, I've trimmed my sails And I've changed my course Again, Lord, and again Lord, if you could find me a place to land
technology. <laughs> Dark clouds to my left corners, dark clouds to my right. And there's thunder and there's lightning. And I keep sending out my signals of distress. With no one there to see them. Waves crash up over the bow and they soak me through my skin. Lord, if you could find me a place to land, my ship needs to come in. Clear the skies for just one minute, Lord, so I could see the stars. I'd find my points and I'd head back out and try it just once more. Lord, I'm beat up, and Lord, I'm broken, and my light is getting dim. Lord, if you could find me a place to land, my ship needs to come in. ship needs to come in. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. And if, if your ship is looking for a place to land right here at the altar is a pretty good spot to, to, to dock up. So... steps are growing wearier each day Still I got a journey on my mind The lures of this old world have ceased to make me want to stay And my one regret is leaving you behind And if it proves to be his will that I'm the first to go 
And somehow I've a feeling it will be When it comes your time to travel Likewise don't feel lost For I will be the first one that you see And I'll be waiting on the far side banks of Jordan I'll be waiting drawing pictures in the sand And when I see you coming I will rise up and shout And come running through the shallow waters reaching Through this life we've labored hard to earn our meager fare. It's brought us trembling hands and failing eyes. I'll just rest here on the shore and turn my eyes away. And then you'll come and we'll see paradise. And I'll be waiting on the far side banks of Jordan. Thank you all very much. God bless you. Thank you, Landon. I appreciate it. In a little town called Bethlehem, so many years ago, they told him there was no room in the inn. But they had no way of knowing who they in their souls but I want my life to show them how his love can set them free he's the only one who can cleanse and make them whole I'm glad I know who Jesus is I'm glad I know who Jesus is he's more than just a story he is the king of glory i'm glad i know who jesus is he's the alpha and omega the beginning and the end he's the counselor deliverer to me he's the 
Jesus Sing with me I'm glad I know who Jesus is I'm glad I know who Jesus is He's more than just a story He is the King of glory I'm glad I know who Jesus is One more time I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. He's more than just a story. He is the King of glory. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Amen. Aren't you glad you know who Jesus is this morning? That ended too soon. Do the chorus one more time. Let's sing the chorus together. I'm glad I know. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. He's more than just a story. He Now you've been sitting for a few minutes and I'd like us to stand if you're able and we're going to sing the doxology together. I wanted to thank you. Last Saturday morning we took our offering to uh, the fire victims in Maui, Hawaii and you gave $2,500. So give the Lord thanks for that and the money has already been received and the people are being blessed through United Methodist Committee on Relief. Let us sing together the doxology. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God all creatures here below. Praise God above ye heavenly Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. And you may be seated. We're going to be reading today from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 16, verses 13 through 20. And we're going to be looking at that theme that we just sang, who is Jesus? Do you know him? Are you glad you know him? Are you glad you know who Jesus is? And I'm reading from the NIV translation. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked. Who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah or you are the Christ, 
the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell, or Hades, will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loosen on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then Jesus ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. These are the scriptures today from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 16. So who is Jesus? Let me give you a little bit of a background. Jesus talked a lot about who he is, and we have those phrases that begin with I am. Do you remember those? There are seven real favorite passages of confession from our Lord when he said, I am. And I'll be talking about those a few moments, in a few moments. But he also is talking to the Jewish leaders of that day, the religious leaders, knowing that all of the listeners to his sermons were familiar with the story of Moses and the Old Testament and all the prophets. And so he went all the way back to the beginning of the New Testament in the book of Exodus and referred to the time that Moses was called to go do something for the Lord. And Moses said, who shall I say has sent me? What am I going to tell the people when I come with this message? And the voice from heaven simply said, tell the people that I am sent you. I am. Throughout the Old Testament, we read about the great I am, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so throughout the Old Testament, the people knew God as a God of judgment often, a God who was far away, a God who was distant, and often did not deal in the daily affairs of people and or at least that's how many of the people felt. And so God would send prophets many, many times to proclaim what God's message would be for the people at that particular time. Sometimes they were messages of gloom and doom, and sometimes they were messages of joy and comfort and hope to the people. And so Jesus used this foundation as he began to define his own mission and describe himself to his disciples. He was referring to those Old Testament expressions of who God is when he said, I am. And as the Apostle Paul would come along later on in the New Testament as he was writing to the Christians in the Corinthian church, he would call it a stumbling block and a source of contention because the people could not understand nor comprehend the fact that Jesus made himself 
equal with God, that Jesus claimed to be God's son. And so the people would often say, show us the Father. Let us see the Old Testament God, the Father of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Jesus was unequivocally claiming to be God in the flesh. Emmanuel, that means God with us. You see, in the beginning was the Word, and I've talked about this so many, many times for those of you who have heard me, but in the beginning was the Word, capital W-O-R-D, which means a title, okay? Uh, when a word is capitalized, it's more than just a common word. It's something special. So in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the living Word. He came to make the way of God more clear to the people. You know, when God gave Moses the commandments on the mountain, and he began giving to them uh, what we know as the Ten Commandments, sometimes I refer to as the Big Ten, and as I've told you before, some of them referred to humanity's relationship with God, and others relate to how we deal with the human beings around us. For he says, how can you say you love the God who is invisible, this great I am of the Old Testament whom you have never seen, if you cannot love your neighbor who you do see every day? So it's impossible to say we love God and then hold hatred in our hearts for some of God's people. Can the church say amen to that, okay? So let's make sure that is understood. So Jesus often said, I am, and he was emphasizing the point that he is Emmanuel, God with us. So first of all, he said in John chapter 6, I am the bread of life. Have you ever thought about life without bread? I could ask a question, and uh, how many of you had some kind of bread before you came to church today? What about the rest of you? You haven't had, you just haven't eaten yet, right? But have you thought about the purpose of bread and the meaning of bread? And where would we be without it? So Jesus said, I am the bread of life, and which is saying God alone can sustain us. Somebody said the gospel really is one person who is begging for food, going around and telling the other people where he has found the food. Isn't that the story of God's love? As Landon sings, sometimes he came looking for me. And he uses each one of us to let our light shine in the world around us so that others might know who he is. In that time of temptation in the wilderness, right after Jesus was baptized, do you remember that? He went into the wilderness, and there he fasted, and he prayed for 40 days. And the Bible says afterward he was hungry. And Satan looked at him and said, Oh, I know you're hungry. All you have to do is just turn this stone 
and the bread. And do you remember what Jesus had told him? People shall not live by just bread, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So Jesus is saying, you need me because I give you life. Then he said, I am the light of the world. He is the original and eternal source of light in the universe for us. Jesus, the light of the world. The Bible says men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. So keep that in mind. Jesus is the light of the world. We need the light of God surrounding us, in us, emanating from us. But we know that we really have no light of our own. It is the light of God within us. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So Jesus said, I am that eternal and original source of light. And then he said, I am the gate to the sheepfold. The shepherds were very important in the Old Testament, and Jesus used that often to describe his life and the life of God. When he said, I'm not only the door or the gate to the fold of the sheep, but I am also the great shepherd of your soul. I'm your good shepherd. Jesus knows us by name. Do you know anything about sheep? You go over and uh, I went to the Appalachian Fair the other day just for about an hour and a half. Walked around, looked at some of the farm exhibits and didn't want to ride any of the rides. Wonder why. And, um, but I walked through the, the place and I saw the sheep and some of them, they were shearing the sheep. And after they sheared them, they put this big blanket on them and I thought it's 85 degrees. Why do they have a blanket on the sheep? And then I realized those are the ones they had just sheared from that heavy wool and they didn't want them to catch cold, right? I guess that's it. But anyway, I met Dolly, the sheep, not the original Dolly. But I also met Dolly, the cow. And I met some goats and some little ducks and some chickens and, and saw a few pickup trucks and antique tractors too. The Good Shepherd, Jesus talked to people who mostly lived on the land. They were what we would call farmers in our world today, but they lived off the land. They harvested the wheat, the crops. They did what they could, but sheep was a great asset and resource, not only for the wool that I told you about that they were shearing off the people, or I mean off the sheep. Uh, let me tell you, some of those, <laughs> come on, give me a, have you ever seen a few people you thought were, uh, well, anyway, uh, these sheep, these sheep looked like they were this big before they were sheared. And then I came along and they looked like all of a sudden they shrunk. But the wool is just about this thick and it, it's like a huge big 
I mean, it's, I mean, I guess if they fall over a cliff, it wouldn't hurt them too bad. I mean, that's got to be a lot of good padding on them there, right? Do you ever feel like the preacher starts rambling a little bit? <laughs> that happens a lot here, but guess what? I bet you had your rambling moments too this week, right? So the good shepherd cares for the sheep, and he says, my sheep know my voice. And you could have 20 different sheep owned by 20 different people in the field. And when one shepherd came and spoke, that one sheep that belonged to him separated itself from all the other sheep and went over and joined its master. Did you know that's how sheep are? They, they will not follow a stranger. They will ignore all the sounds around them until they hear the voice of their shepherd. And that's how we ought to be in life. We need to, to block out all the things of the world, the noises of life, the busyness of the world, and listen for that still, small voice of the great shepherd of our soul. Because he does know your name. Have you ever been in a place in life that you felt like, God doesn't care about me. God doesn't even know where I am. God doesn't know my name. But let me assure you that the good shepherd does know your name and he cares for you and he will love on you. He will comfort you. He will give you blessings in life. The good shepherd. Jesus also said, I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the key to escaping spiritual death for those in the world who somehow feel hopelessly without a Savior. Some people just feel like, I don't know where to go. I don't know which way to turn. There are so many voices in the world. I don't know who to listen to. Everybody says, I'm right. You know, everybody says, go this way. And maybe God says, go this way. So Jesus said, I am the resurrection and I am the way, the truth, and the life. Do you know what the early Christian people were called in the book of Acts after the day of Pentecost, a number of years after uh, the early disciples, uh, Peter, James, and John, and all of those were already gone, and the church had been scattered into different places of the world? Do you know what they were called? They were not called Christians. They were called the way, the people of the way because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. By the way, the word Christian means little Christ, or it means, you know, another person representing Christ. Are you ever embarrassed for someone to say you are a Christian? Sometimes we may live our life in a way that we don't represent Christ. But let's never be ashamed of who Jesus is because without him, we wouldn't be where we are today. So don't ever be ashamed of Jesus. Don't ever be ashamed to say, I love my Lord and my Savior. He is the truth. He is the life. He is the path that is accessible to all people. The way to Jesus is handicapped accessible. 
No one is left behind. It's a policy that says, come unto me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden. I referred to this the other day, but Deborah is here, and I loved what you had in the funeral bulletin for Waylon, that little verse that simply said, come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Whatever you need today, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you feel is hopeless in your situation, look to Jesus, look to the Lord, and know that he will help you. He will guide you, and he'll not lead you anywhere that he himself is not willing to travel. Jesus is not going to tell you to go somewhere and do something without first going with you to do that, right? He will not leave you alone. He will guide you in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus said, I will not always be able to be with you. He told the disciples, there's coming a day when I'm going to be crucified, when I'm going to be resurrected from the dead. I'm not going to be with you like I am currently. But he said, I will send to you a comforter which is the Holy Spirit. And you know, the original language, that word Holy Spirit means paraclete. Paraclete. What do you wear when you play football? Remember it that way. Life gets battled. Sometimes there's lots of rough tackles and falls along the way. But we have a paraclete, one who walks alongside of us. We can, you know, have you ever heard the old saying, you can't really understand someone until you've walked in their shoes. Well, we have the Holy Spirit who literally means the one who walks alongside. And as long as we don't get ahead of God or stay too far behind God, but keep up with the race, we'll be okay, right? Hold on to the faithful hand of Jesus. He also said, I am the true vine. He is the source of eternal life to every one of us. He is the great I am. The songwriter says he's fairer than the lilies of rarest bloom. You know, I went out this morning, my back door, and I posted my nature site for this morning, and it was two Easter lilies, beautiful white Easter lilies that had popped open overnight. And I thought, every day God gives to us personal reminders that he is with us, that we're not alone, that Jesus is the resurrection and life, that we have hope in God. And so Jesus is more precious than those beautiful lilies of the field. The psalm writer says he's sweeter than the honeycomb. He's everything that our hungering soul needs. So who is Jesus in your life today? Who is Jesus? How do you know Jesus? The way that you understand Jesus and the way that you relate to Jesus is how other people will see Jesus. That's why I asked you a few moments ago, do you sometimes feel embarrassed or ashamed 
to say I am a Christian because there are those moments and sometimes days in my life when I don't set a very good example of who Jesus is. Now overall, I think the people who know me realize that I'm doing my best most days to exemplify Christ. And I hope that we're all doing that, but we fall short, don't we? And if it's one of you that knows me well, someone that's working here in the building every day, or you're here, when I feel like I'm not very much like Jesus, I feel a little bit safer with all of you because you know my heart and you've been around me enough to know that from my heart I truly live and move following Jesus. But what if I'm out somewhere by myself and someone sees me who I've never met, they've not been in the congregation, and all of a sudden they see me in that moment that I'm not very Christ-like. Those are the things I'm talking about today, is that we follow him and always keep forgiveness, mercy, and compassion in our hearts. You know why? Jesus said, with whatever mercy we give out, that's the same measurement that we're going to receive. If I'm not willing to be merciful to people in the world, then how can I expect God to show me mercy? That's the way it works in the kingdom of God. That's why we need to understand who Jesus is and realize that he truly exemplifies God with us. And that's why we need God with us. Because it's God working in us. As I told you uh, last week, I made reference to a little song, Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. You know whatever's inside your heart will usually come out through your lips. Have you ever noticed that? Sometimes that happens to me, and I think, where in the world did that come from? Now, come on, I hear a few chuckles, so I know that somebody else is guilty. Amen? Can we confess our faults today? We don't have to confess what they are. Just say, Lord, I know I fall short. I know my sisters and brothers fall short. So let's confess our faults to one another and pray for one another, the Scripture says so that we can find healing and wholeness and be all that God wants us to be to follow Jesus and present this Jesus to the world because he is more than just a story. He's more than just something we talk about at Christmas time as a little baby in a manger. It's more than just what we think about at Easter of someone who has risen from the dead. He is the God of glory. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So who is Jesus to you? And how will you identify with Him in the world? Because however we identify with Jesus will impact the way we interact with one another in the earth. Really, did you know, and I'm going to close with this, that people look up to you if you call yourself a Christian? They do. 
They look up to you as a spiritual witness. They look up to me as a spiritual witness. And that's why the Bible says, let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity and try to confess and repent daily of those things that would pull us down and drag us down. Because there are always those things in life that will be present to drag us down and to pull us down and to somehow minimize our Christian witness. And I stand before you to tell you I am far from perfect. Don't ever set me on a pedestal. You know, I always think about that. If somebody's up on a pedestal, if you're, you know, I think of Roger over here. You could raise yourself up about six feet in that chair, right? And sometimes I'll look over there and I'll see, I thought there was a mini rapture taking place because I, I see that chair just kind of going up, you know. But what would happen if Roger fell out of that chair when he was way up here? Wouldn't feel too good, would it? But if you got it all the way down on the floor, it wouldn't hurt near as much as if it's way up here. If you fall out of your chair where you are today, be thankful that you're not in Roger's chair way up here, right? I'm using that as an illustration. If we think ourselves more highly than we ought, if we put ourselves up here, then when we stumble, when we fall, it's going to hurt us. We're going to feel the effect of it, and we're going to think twice before we do that again, right? Is this making sense to anybody? I hope you can understand what I'm trying to say today. So Jesus simply said, follow me. Follow me, and it'll be okay. Who is Jesus to you? Who is he? Jesus asked the disciples the question, who do other people say that I the Son of Man am? And after they got through all of their answers, Jesus looked individually, one-on-one, -on -one, and said, okay, now I know what you have said that other people believe, but what about you? That's what Jesus is saying today. What about you? What do you believe? How do you live out your faith? How do you share your witness to faith in Jesus Christ? It's up to each one of us to bear witness of that light that is called Jesus, the light of the world. We're gonna do a little song. I asked Landon to help me as we close the service today. And you've probably heard it. We didn't put the words on the screen. But if you know it, sing it along with me or just listen to the beauty of the words. I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather have Jesus than silver Pierced 
sing about this next verse and think about it. I'd rather have Jesus than worldly applause. I'd rather be faithful to Be sure and invite somebody to Wednesday Bible study with Pastor Regina at 1 p.m. on Wednesday. Um, we'll check with us on Monday to find out if recovery will be meeting at 4 o'clock on Monday. I'm not sure. I have not heard. So please call us on Monday at the church office if you are interested in that. And we'll let you know either whether we'll be here or if we can direct someone to the nearest location where recovery will be on that date. And then invite someone to come to worship on Saturday morning. I heard Oscar say he was going to sing that song on Sunday in church. I still do it, Oscar. It's difficult for us to get used to say we're going to church on Saturday because we spend our life going to church on Sunday. But I'm thankful to be here and I praise God for you and pray that you will have a wonderful week, have a good Saturday afternoon, and have a blessed Sunday. Be at peace with Christ, be at peace with yourself, and be at peace with your neighbor, and life will be good for you. Go in peace. And we have lots of hand sanitizer over here. It's free to give away. We haven't started paying people to take it yet, but would you please take some hand sanitizer with you? The COVID is rising, so this will be a good time to prepare yourself and others. So please, we've got cases of liquid hand sanitizer. You can have all you want, okay?